things get pretty nuts here. It'll so. make a lot more sense once we once we say go. Uh, <laughs> well, will it? Will it? Will it? Nothing, nothing Maybe it'll make less. Yeah, arguably it's... it could make less. So, in the interest of time, uh, uh, this will not. Whoa! Uh, this that? Who's burping into their microphone? Someone gonna take me. credit for that? <laughs> was that was me? What the what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Movies, TV, Blu-rays. If somehow you've consumed it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey, Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco. And welcome back to Energy! Energy! I can't even get through the opener. Look at that. That's how we're going to start the show today. Casey's going to totally cut me off before I can go ahead and say anything. Start the show whenever you're ready. Go right ahead. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Uh, Have you ever seen those videos of those dogs, like like really fat corgis trying to jump into like a lake and then it just like runs in place and then it just totally flops? It's exactly what that was. Oh, okay uh wow <laughs> all right so, uh, so that's gonna yeah. start the show today right. <laughs> i'm your host pacing pete trying to get through my lines my oh, lines just what i say normally uh, uh i'm your host part of the show <laughs> alongside me alongside always uh is the guy who likes to cut me off mr casey franco what ha 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 well played well played. Uh, humor. Humor. It's great. <laughs> uh, and Mr. I am Salzy. Yeah, that's me. I'm back. Hello. And, and before we get started, you ready, everybody? You ready? Happy birthday, birthday oh, to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. What's your name? <laughs> Happy Salzy. birthday to you. Uh, you. Well, I don't want to finish it. And many more. It out. Guys, Stop I've talking. just received another cease and desist uh, from <laughs> from Warner Brothers or whoever owns the Happy Birthday song. So. <laughs> Somebody owns the Happy Birthday song. That's oh yeah, awesome. no, everyone owns everything. It's uh, it's 2015. <laughs> oh man, we've taken we've taken it back. <laughs> taken uh, back um, the Happy Birthday song. Uh, yeah, so Matt. happy birthday to Matt. It's his Thanks it's, guys. It's birthday today, so. I don't know if you can well, I mean, you can't you can't see the birthday present I got you. I took my shirt off, but I mean video <laughs> gags. Video gags on an audio show. You can't Did you see spin it. Spin it Sorry, around but. your head. Spin like a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. I even got a lamp a lampshade to wear. It's uh yeah. excellent. All right, and joining us uh today is uh Mr. Andy B from the Flash Podcast. Yellow. Hey, and I don't, hey. and I don't. I think she stepped away for a second. But Amy Marie is here. Um, yeah, so we've been re- just so that the yeah, just so that the audience knows, we've been recording all day. We've been recording all day, <laughs> all day. behind the curtain. Oh, so man. this is the last. This is the home stretch. So we just got just to repeat what I said at the beginning of the show. Energy, <laughs> energy. <laughs> oh man. So. Uh, I think Matt said there's no redactions this week, right? No redactions. No redactions this week. You guys are awesome. Every single time I'm gone, you guys are perfect. I think I heard an Amy. <laughs> oh, is that Amy? Um, so fun fact: I had, I had, I had uh, leftover fajitas 
from Whoop. last night. So All right. before we started I'm... recording Shield, I had popped a tortilla in the oven just to warm it up real fast no. and forgotten about it. So I really thought you said something else in that wee bird. It's it's fajitas, but I said it like <laughs> yeah. like like what's his face from Family Guy. <laughs> no, no, you said something. It sounded like you said something completely different, but I'm not going to go that dark well, on that, this show. Well, that, that was kind of the point. Guys, the, guys, keep it keep it PG, please. <laughs> anyway, children we're lucky to have this burned down. The tortilla was black. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Well, this is not an uncommon occurrence. I typically <laughs> burn stuff. Oh boy! Very frequently. And ladies and gentlemen, Miss Amy Marie has joined us on the show. The girl um, was not on fire. We recording? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh my god! I'm Try oh. and keep it rolling. All right. So with the no redactions this week, I'm just going to quickly go through the new movies. Um, we got Mad Max Fury Road at 99% on the tomato meter. I that know, is right? Not a, that is not a typo. That is 99%, 99%. better than Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Uh, <laughs> Pitch, Perfect. <laughs> Pitch Perfect 2 comes in at 70%. Uh, real quickly, uh, are any of these movies going to dethrone Avengers? Mad uh, Max better. Yeah, I've heard Mad Max is pretty good, actually. But it's really good. If you yeah, like ninety eight percent right now, it took a hit. Oh, it took one hit. Sorry, I'm I, I correct. I stand corrected. Ninety eight percent better than Paul Blart Mall Cop. So uh, yeah, so somebody answer my question. Who's is, is are any of these movies going to dethrone Age of Ultron? No, uh, in terms no. of like we will money see. made box, or what? box office, box office. Oh, probably not. I don't think any of them are. Okay. I don't know, man. Paul Blart still got time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it comes around on us. I have no idea. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. So moving on to new Blu-rays this week. Uh, Still Alice, Mordecai, and Black Cat. That's it. That's that's what's going to do it for you. Never heard of any of those. Oh. Are those new Marvel like superheroes or something? Or <laughs> No, but they definitely could be. That's the hilarious <laughs> part of that. Wait, Johnny no, Depp did... is Mordecai. <laughs> Wait, yes. did, uh, did Alice change her name? No, she's still Alice. Oh, she's still Alice? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Well played, Casey. Well played. I thought I'd ask. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to get into Casey's rundown. Uh-oh, it's the entertainment, whatever. And uh, I have some candles uh, that I'm going to blow out for Matt. Hold on. Oh, thank you. Ow, ow, fuck, ow, man. I got fucking candle smoke right into my eye. <laughs> God damn it. All Casey, right, well, the girl on my, fire. My smoke alarm hopefully doesn't go off. Uh, but, uh, yeah, entertainment, whatever. Here we go. Uh, Brad Bird has confirmed that Incredibles 2 will be his very next movie. Uh, so Incredibles Ooh. 2 coming out uh, incredibly soon. Uh, maybe. Ew. Relatively. Time is relative. I don't know. Um, not straying away from B Brad Bird uh, news. Uh, he's trying to get the Iron Giant back into theaters right now. He just needs, yes. to, he just needs to convince... Uh, Basically, theaters that it would be worth bringing back, potentially in 3D IMAX. So, uh, my 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 lovely co-hosts, would you go see the Iron Giant in 3D? I totally would. Yeah, uh, yeah, that definitely would. That def that definitely deserves the 3D treatment, and I would definitely do that. Thinking about all those scenes where it's like the of him like moving over like uh, power lines and like running through the hills. There's a lot of great like depth and good animation in that movie alone. So seeing that in 3D would be totally fun. Yeah, and you know Vin Diesel, <laughs> and Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel. Um, all right, next up, um, 
Asa Asa Butterfield? Is that how you pronounce his first name? Asa? Yeah, it's probably Asa, not. Asa. It's probably oh or Asa. It's definitely not Asa. We can rule that <laughs> pronunciation. He probably Asa, he probably has A's up in his sleeve. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, he uh, he's the child from the Ender's Game, or the main character from the Ender's Game. Uh, he's been confirmed as the new Spider-Man. Uh, I all everything I have said is rumored to be Spider-Man. I've heard that confirmed is not yet confirmed. Oh well, it says reportedly. Um, so that's right. not confirmed. Well, he's we've probably got in a- negotiations at this point. So let's. He's rumored to be in talks of joining the league. We've got. So. A segment specifically for incorrect information. <laughs> <laughs> that so we have we need to dust it off. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he is Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Casey wants to be redacted. <laughs> I miss you it, to man. do something next week. I, I miss it, is man. this like the better ask for forgiveness than permission thing? Exactly. <laughs> better exactly. give false info than the truth. Because I feel like that's a really bad idea. <laughs> uh, confirmed. No, it's definitely a good idea. Yeah, confirmed. Um, okay, uh, next up, Judd Aptow is working on a Lonely Island movie, uh, as as reported by a single poster that says, "quote We're shooting the shit out of this movie." The Lonely <laughs> Island presents top secret, untitled Lonely Island movie now filming in Los Angeles. So, Judd Aptow and the Lonely Island uh, makers of the hits uh, such as. Uh, I'm on a boat, uh, jizz in my pants, uh, others, I'm sure. But those are the top ones. Let's see. Uh, next up, Harry, uh, Harry Sharir, Sharar from The Simpsons uh, has turned down $14 million and will be saying goodbye to the show. Uh, he... Harry voices Ned Flanders, Mr. Burns, Principal Skinner, the Reverend Lovejoy, and oh, Kent wow. Brockman, just to name a few. He does others. Um, he's like a day the, one guy, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a day, yeah. he's a day one guy. Uh, he's most most notably he does Mr. Burns, and yeah, he's turning down fourteen million and will be walking away from the show. They're not going to kill off his characters, but they might go out and get uh, other people in the voiceover community to come in and and do the voices instead. Ooh, they're gonna yeah. recast characters like that. Oh, that's that's it's, big. It's yeah, scary. it's it's tough. That's tough. I mean, I think they're in what their twenty eighth season right now. I was gonna say, yeah, it's like showing the real age of the show. If even like day one guys are turning down fourteen million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've never been I've never been a huge Simpsons fan just because I never really got into it when it was in its prime. But I mean, most of the people that I talk to say that the show has been in a bad spot for a while. I, I honestly I wouldn't know I don't watch it. Do you? Do any of you guys watch The Simpsons? I hear the same, but I don't watch it. Yeah, I, I watch the old stuff, but I, I it's been a while since I've actually kept up with them now. So, uh, all right. Well, that's sad. Next up, uh, Rosario Dawson will return to Hell's Kitchen in the Netflix's original series Marvel Daredevil season two. Uh, Rosario yeah. Dawson coming on back. Who does she, who 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 is that per character? Uh, she plays Claire Temple. Oh, She's good! Nice. I love yeah. her. Yeah, she was like out of nowhere. She was there for like the first like what five episodes, and then she was gone to like the last one or something. So interesting. <laughs> hopefully, she plays uh, a bigger role. Hopefully, well, yeah. she's she's gonna be spread over to ne- the other Netflix shows. So um, that should be interesting. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So 
Jason Alexander is going to star in a new upcoming comedy pilot on Adult Swim, I believe called Upfront. Uh, not much else I know about it. That's that's about it. He's just going to be on a... <laughs> All I, I know is Jason Alexander is going to be in a new comedy, which is awesome. Exactly. <laughs> it's, he's very funny. I don't know if you guys ever saw the, the mid-90s animated cartoon called Duckman, uh, but Jason Alexander voiced uh, a cartoon duck who solved the mysteries. And the writing in that show, it, you can actually go back and listen to some really awesome rants. It gets like... Com- comedically like philosophical out of nowhere and it just gets super real and super dark out of nowhere it, it's it's great it's it was canceled a little bit early i think uh while it was still in its prime it only had like a like a two-year run but uh highly recommend going back and watching Duckman if you get the chance it's not my not my classic pick just want to say just want to reiterate <laughs> not my classic pick but definitely go watch it um, keeping with the, the Simpsons, just a little side note. I've got a lot of entertainment news today, so, you know, strap yourselves in. Um, Rick and Morty, another one of my favorite animated shows, uh, guest animated the Simpsons opener on the most recent Simpsons episode. So, uh, so go, go Google that if you like either of those things. Uh, spoiler alert, all of the Simpsons get killed. Uh, we're moving on. We're moving okay. on. Um, Top Gear may return to Netflix um, in a potential exclusive called House of Cars. And uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, May, and, and Hammond will all be back. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I mean, uh, the band together. Once again, Netflix saves the day. Let's see. Uh, blues legend B.B. King uh, died last night at the age of 89. It's oh, very man. sad. Yeah, he's. Uh, let's see. He. He. I was listening to a bunch of his songs. He made. Uh, You're rolling with the king. Was a collaboration with Eric Clapton. He did that song is incredible. He also did uh, the thrill is gone. That's yeah, probably gone. one of his most famous ones. But uh, he was super talented. He's considered one of the best. Uh, one of the best musicians in blues. And it's. It sucks that we're losing so many of these guys lately. I mean, just recently you had the what was his name who made uh, who wrote "Stand by Me." Oh, that's right. I remember also you reporting that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's a it's a sad sad time to enjoy music. Uh, so good news for all you out there who hate music for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to music haters. Shout out to music haters. Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Pete, you'll like this one. Uh, the mini project. Uh, mini pro. The uh, the. The Pindy, the, mod- the Pindy Moject was renewed for the Super Size Season 4 at Hulu uh, after Fox canceled it. Woohoo! So that is very cool. Fiving the Mini Project already. Thank already you, back. Hulu. Yes, that's awesome. Internet and, saving the day. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and with that, mm, that's going to do it for the entertainment. Uh, Shit. I was looking for something well, to drop. <laughs> I just chucked, fuck, I chucked my Rockstar can into my closet and it didn't hit anything or make any noise, but I'm <laughs> positive I just ruined a shirt with Rockstar. So. <laughs> I was kind of half expecting you to be like, yeah, it well, ended up in my <clears throat> closet and that clunk you heard was actually that Rockstar hitting every other Rockstar can <laughs> I've ever thrown in the closet. You just have a giant <laughs> horde of Rockstar cans. Oh, man. In your closet and your clothes, like, live in your pantry or something. I don't know. Oh man, I'm, I think Nickelback said it best when they said, uh, "We all just want some big rock stars, right?" <laughs> really? Nobody listens Nickelback to Nickelback. Quote. Sorry, I <laughs> forgot. No one listens to Nickelback. <laughs> no. I should have known better. Uh, 
Hey, look at now. this photograph. <laughs> That was good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that, Casey, for mm-hmm. the rundown as always. Um, we're going to get into TV talk this week. Uh, programming note, no Game of Thrones talk this week. We'll be back with that next week. We're going to get into a lot of uh, The Flash. Can and- I just – all right. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We can't just cancel Game of Thrones. Can I just say the one thing I had written down? Okay. Uh, Tyrion and, uh, and Jorah on a boat. That's it. That's all I had written down. It's my two favorite characters on a boat. They need I- to s- – would you watch uh, a separate spin-off show of them just on a boat? Absolutely, absolutely, fucking <laughs> I would. In a heartbeat. We got to get that going. Start that hashtag on Twitter, Casey. I'm sure it'll catch traction quick. Um, <laughs> all right, so do it for Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna get into a lot of the Flash talk, and we're sandwiching in Supergirl and Legends of Gotham talk. So we're we're really excited to to talk Legends about of this, Gotham. But- that's the podcast, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, wow. This is what happens when you've been recording for like five straight hours. <laughs> Woo! Okay, clearly the Red Bull I drank did absolutely nothing. Energy! Um, <laughs> energy. energy. All right, so uh, let's talk about The Flash. Man, this was, uh, this was such a good episode. Uh, we got to see... Um, we got to see the showdown between, well, like a mini showdown, I, sh- I guess you could say, between uh, Barry and Eobard. I, I can't even call him. I know he's Harrison Wells in in appearance, but I just I can't call him that. Uh, I just it's I can't call him that. Us. It's, it's got to be it's got to be Eobard Thumb because that's just that's just the evil man. So uh, the evil man. Uh, I got nothing today. Evil man. Evil man. Uh, <laughs> evil man. <laughs> uh, so it's discovered that. Reverse Flash ha- has had Eddie in the tunnels the whole time. Uh, Amy, what did you think of that discovery and, and how he pretty much outsmarted uh, Team Flash? Oh, I just loved where, where, where Barry's like, he's right below us. Gosh, dang it, if I'd only looked <laughs> below us. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so, just it, one shake fist, shaking fist away. I, you want to know what's funny? I actually shook my fist when I said that. <laughs> 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 you can't see me because obviously it's a video well. thing. Oh, but man. I think that right. speaks on to uh, Harrison Wells' main theme, which is hiding in plain sight. He was hiding in the last possible place that they'd ever th- think to look where they were. Um, which also means that he probably they think they did he that, that they dis- disabled the cameras, but this is Harrison Wells, so he probably had backup cameras. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. I'm also curious if he's secretly been using Gideon because he's still in the he's still in the facility. So I wonder if he's secretly been utilizing Gideon all of this time. <sighs> which speaking oh. of Gideon, I kind of don't understand why Barry isn't relying on her more they mentioned her this episode so it's not like they've forgotten about her but i feel like there's a whole lot that gideon would know like dear gideon in the future was there ever a moment in which i defeated the reverse flash why yes barry allen one time when you blah, 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 and, you do blah, 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 and then you defeated harrison wells oh brilliant let's just do that guys all right come on let's do it like, gideon I feel- didn't he bring gideon. her didn't he t- didn't harrison take gideon with her when he was discovered that he was all evilly Maybe. Is she I don't, transportable? I was under the impression look, she, she was untransportable. Girl, girl, she's from the, girl, girl, they're from the future. I'm yeah, sure they're portable. Based. She's cloud-based. <laughs> Gideon, what do we need to escape the kelp forest? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, 
feel like there's just a lot of information she has about the future that they're not taking advantage of, which is, you know, the question of, do I want to know my fate? Do I want to know my destiny? You know, because look at the harm that that knowing the future has caused for Eddie and Iris. So, you know, that's that's a moral and ethical question that comes along with time travel. Do we want to know the future? Is that going to help us? Is that going to be beneficial? Or are we really going to end up creating the crappy ass future that that Harrison Wells wants to create by trying to stop the crappy ass future that Harrison Wells wants to create? Issues, continuity, context. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Causality, something or another. Nexus. (laughs) So, uh, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) question <laughs> dot 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 oh, hiding in plain sight yes. there we go there we go <laughs> bringing it back around that's good that's good yes pete you're gonna say something to me oh never <laughs> okay Words. so figure it out <laughs> what did you think of how they found that battery pack underneath will's chair basically charging him this entire time so he could like get his power back See, that was one of the, the points that he made earlier in the season. Um, where I was like, wait, if he gave up his core from his suit you know, to make Firestorm, then how is he alive still? Boom, there it is. Uh, battery in, in, the, in, the, in the chair the whole time. Um, I thought it was pretty clever how they, uh, how, um, what's it called? They kind of like used it, you know, for their advantage, you know, keeping all the prisoners at bay. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess I was surprised that they um, had to add that little detail in. They're like, oh, wait, how is he still, you know, running around and being all powered up? Um, I think I thought it also is a cool, like, glimpse into how much care the writers uh, have for, like, explaining certain situations. Like, uh, at least to what they're comfortable with. They haven't really fully fleshed out how time works in this universe. But at least they'll explain, like, how uh, future batteries could make people run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Harrison Wells, confirmed Energizer Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the joke I was trying to look for. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Nice save, Casey. Nice save. Got you covered. Got you covered. Powering down now. <laughs> so, you know, with, well, with what they discovered about Wells in the reactor and, and how he had Eddie there and, and basically he was kind of setting a plan into motion, they had to move the metahumans out and, and get them out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, Casey, what did you think of, of Barry going to Captain Cold, who seemed to be his last option to, uh, to help him with this huge task? I uh, I like this episode in that it uh, it really explored it explored Barry's character and and whether or not he would be okay with being being that uh, that moral neutral character that morally ambiguous character and they he even has a conversation with uh, with Joe towards the end which uh, which tickled my fancy where he was like I thought I could be like the Arrow I thought I could be a renegade and and Joe basically sits him down and he's like Barry listen you're not a jackass like that Arrow guy <laughs> and I was like I was like man, better than this man I fucking love this show so much <laughs> oh man uh but yeah I thought it was interesting that he considered teaming up with Captain Cold and uh, did not see did not actually see that betrayal coming I I really I felt dumb I felt dumb. I was like, shit, I should have saw this coming. Super villains tend to do evil things. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a was an interesting turn of events. And uh, now they basically have to start over from square one in regards to their uh, their rogues gallery. You know what they should have done? Barry should have had um, 
and I, I'm the same way, Casey. I didn't see it coming. I was like, crap, I should yeah. have known that. This is me. I should have theorized that. <laughs> but you know what would have made the most sense looking back as if Barry was like, okay, I will erase all of your physical database and the database in the CPD. But until you help me successfully deliver said baddies to Bad Island in the faraway North China Sea, <laughs> I will not take, I will not set loose the virus or like the virus is on the internet, but requires my code to activate. Um, so I think he should have held something back and been like, you're not going to get the full edge of the deal. You know, you're not going to get full payment until you contribute because that's how it would normally work in a, in a situation. You know, mm. if someone's doing a, thievery job for someone else they're like okay you get half up half up front and half when you complete the job and i think that's what barry should have been like he gets you get half now and half when you help me finish everything yeah that would that would have been interesting i mean this show this show delved into a concept that i think arrow would have done well to examine which is the fact that that i mean barry even says it like like joe's like are you sure you want to break the law to try and do this and and barry says something along the lines of like yeah we we break the law just like these guys but we do it for for the right reasons or something like that. It kind of, it, it notates this weird, I, I use the word hypocrisy, but I don't mean it in a derogatory sense because it's, I mean, it's superheroes. But I mean like Arrow fighting crime when he himself was a criminal, uh, the Flash breaking the law, trying to catch guys who also break the law, who's right, who's wrong, who actually has the good reasons, who has the bad reasons. It's, uh, it's cool that they, they had a conversation about that. Um. Andy, you know, uh, one of the big, one of the big uh, emotional moments in the show is when, uh, you know, after Eddie's been rescued and everything, and and Iris is is going to the police department to find him, uh, he he essentially ends it with with Iris and says, you know, uh, it's I I can't handle this anymore. It's you know he's he's seen the future through Eobard, and you know, what did you think about? Uh, the performance of of both uh, Rick Cosnett and, and Candace uh, Patton and, and how that whole scene went down. Oh, I I love I loved it. I felt that you know even we've known for a long time that you know this couple isn't going to last for long. But I something I will give a lot of credits to to the Flash is that they didn't do it in the typical CW or you know typical drama way of you know there being too much screaming or you know what too much you know you know too much angst and whatnot it was a honestly it was a very calm breakup and it's like i was like i like i think you know rick cousinet and um, candace panda were ter- ter- terrific and there's a point that eddie is you know listening to harrison wells and you know kind of giving into what he's been taught and what he's been seeing from harrison's point of view because you know how does he know that the, what the how does he know that it's any of that is true? But but that's a d- different topic for another day, I think. But it was, it, you know, it's rarely do you get to say that. Oh, this was a good breakup on television, but this was one of those instances. So I, the actors did it well, and I felt that you know, if there, there was a lot of things packed in this episode. There were times where I felt you know it was a very you know very cool episode, but it was also a time where I felt you know it was a little bit packed. But overall, it worked, and I felt that this aspect didn't take as much time as I had expected at first. Um, real quickly, uh, Amy, did you did you like uh, Golden Glider being back and her really messing with Cisco? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be perfectly honest. We talked about it. Um, I you know I don't I honestly don't remember who was here 
I think it was Lorne and I brought it up on the Flash podcast. We were a little bit frustrated with the way that Golden Glider yeah. continues to be this super feminine, you know, over overly sexualized character who uses her sexual uh, prowess as a super, you know, she wields it like a superpower. And you know what? That's fine. If you want to, if you use what you've got, I guess, you know, whatever your strength is, use it. But it frustrates me that that's the way that we continue to have her perceived. It also frustrates me that Peekaboo's like, see ya. And so we have two potentially strong female villains who continue to disappoint me. And uh, so I was a little bit frustrated with her. All like, oh, hi, Cisco. Oh, I'm going to love you, love you up to you, Cisco. You should give me a cutesy name. <laughs> and so I was, I was a little bit frustrated. She showed up and I... Like, at first I was excited. I'm like, yes, we have, like, a brother-sister team up. But, ugh, I don't know. I just felt like she didn't contribute very much. And so I was a little bit frustrated with that. And it's a, sh um, and it's a shame because Peyton Liz is such a phenomenal yes, actress. Like, that's like, the problem. You I saw love her, her in Tomorrow People, with her character. Yeah. You saw her in Tomorrow Yeah. Like, Kara, like, they should have made, you know, Golden Glider basically an evil version of Kara where, you know, she, you know, I will say this. In the comics, Lisa does use, I think, to a certain degree, her sexuality as a weapon. But the thing is, the Golden Glider we're seeing here isn't one with powers. In the comic book, she does have powers, which she can t kind of travel between. It's sort of dimension travel, so but it's like it's 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 not. So it would you know. I think that they have a plan. I think they're just like, you know, it's they're taking their time, and you know, for you know, a lot of things has already been you know explored from the Flash universe, and I. Um, in a very fast, you know, pun intended, but you know, in a, a lot faster pace than I expected. So, with her, maybe they're trying to just, you know, take it a little bit slower. But I, I get the frustration, you know, because you know, Amy, you know, I like even I mean, I love this actress, and I feel you know, there's she could be, you know, because Captain Cold and Heatwave are going to be on Legends, so she should be, you know, like kind of like maybe you know the next, you know, the second in command, you know, to, to the kind of extent that they've done with Captain Cold. So I. Yeah, I I, t I totally feel the frustration, and she it was there was you know she was a little bit funny and whatnot. It was funny that Cisco, despite his feelings towards her, he did name her. But you know, like I, I think I don't think we we, sh we should be too worried. I think we're gonna be pretty happy when they expand her role next season. I yeah. just don't know if she's a character who I'm interested in learning any more about at this point. Like she's a character who I have zero. Um, not interest like I, what's the word i'm looking for i'm 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 i am negative points invested in her character if she died i would be like okay i mean we may not we may not even see much of her anyway since her brother is going to be on a different tv show uh traveling through time so unless we do get a chance to see more of her which would do you know and, and she she evolves um but right now i'm just a little bit frustrated with her character so so speaking of her brother uh, matt what do you you know, we saw Barry turn to him for help, uh, and real quickly, Wentworth Miller still awesome as Captain Cold. Absolutely, uh, he, he's my favorite he just, villain on the show. He's so funny. <laughs> and Sorry, Will. <laughs> his his delivery of his lines are just so good. Uh, you know, and he the, the lines he's given can be really cheesy, and with the with the diff with the different actor with the wrong actor could have completely butchered the lines. Wentworth Miller has just taken. A hold of everything he's been given and just yeah. done such a good job of it. Um, so 
back to he's, what I was gonna. <laughs> what were you like, saying? He totally took like the lines that he's given to him, and it's like it's part of his character, you know, like to to be that, you know, uh, dramatic sounding. You know, I think they even mentioned that like in in a, in a previous episode when they were fighting against him. Said you, I said, oh, my friends always tell me I have these certain ways of speaking or whatever, and uh, you know, a flair for for the dramatic or something. It's it's something along the lines of that, and uh, Captain Cold is. So fun. He's like seriously my favorite villain. Sorry, Wells fans. Just saying. <laughs> um, well, what I was going to ask you was, you know, we yeah. saw Barry go to him for help, and and you know he he's not a hero, but you know the he's got the opportunity to to be on the the good side for once. But it makes you wonder, uh, how do you think this sets him up for for Legends of Tomorrow? And I mean, we'll get more into this as we talk about the trailer. But uh, what do you see? Do you, or do you see anything that could um, keep him in that place rather than turning his back. It's it's so strange because when I saw like the, uh, the little uh, trailer for it, um, I was you know he said himself I didn't think myself to be a hero. I didn't want to be a hero. He actually doesn't want to be a hero, so it's weird seeing him in that in that team. So I'm interested to see how his how uh, what his role is going to be in that show, but or how he gets to that point, I guess, to join the team and and all that good stuff. But uh, in this episode, I was surprised that even Barry went to him because, and that you know that further drives home the point that Casey was saying um, about uh, him and Joe having that conversation later about like, well, you know, you're, you're working outside the law, we're not supposed to do that, and then you know you're you're better than that and all that stuff. Uh, I'm just, I'm just really surprised that he was even in, in this episode, but it, like he he was like the. Uh, the his 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 choice to turn on Barry was so pivotal to what's happening next season and possibly what was happening in Legends of Tomorrow because you have all these you know enhanced folk or enhanced sorry that's Marvel uh what do we call them in this one <laughs> meta humans meta humans yes <laughs> what do we call them in this <laughs> meta humans are all running loose you know mm. and it's and now it's like y'all owe him a favor you know so um it, it's gonna be interesting to see. Because I thought he was going to be the main villain in the next season, given that everything that's going on with Reverse Flash kind of sort of wraps up this season. Oh, no. Presumably. Mm. Oh, no. Uh. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. It could. It could not. Uh, probably not. I'm just saying I was hoping that he was going to be like a like a more like have a bigger presence next season. But having him in the Legends of Tomorrow show coming up, I have absolutely no idea what's what's going on <laughs> over here I've, i can't even i haven't stopped to think about it yet so um speaking of wells uh casey what did you think of the the showdown at the okay corral at the end of the uh show we had there <laughs> with uh, uh that became a three-on-one yeah i didn't ex- didn't see that coming either i mean they had just they just had that that scene of like 30 or no not 30 seconds like two minutes before that where joe was like you're not arrow don't try to be arrow and then uh he goes outside and he teams teams up with the with the old arrow by the way um apparently ray palmer can make nanobots that disable superpowers could he do that yeah. this whole time he could have done this this the whole time Maybe it was recently he de- that he developed it. Like you know, it's it was an once aha again moment. this 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 yeah. <laughs> my ass that it was an aha moment. Um, the, this this whole time I I think it's because of the weird hiatus that we've had, and that's why we it's very difficult to understand. You know, what was first? You know, Arrow the finale 
or this episode of The Flash. So, but yeah, it really it it struck me as just like a it was a it was a hail mary to make the Arrow relevant to this battle because they had the Flash on the Arrow. They needed to have the Arrow on the Flash to to make the crossover uh, equal, I guess. But uh, yeah, just uh, if you didn't catch on, I don't like the Arrow. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that out there, clear, you know, clear up any confusion giant on Giant banner. Yeah. I'd like to point out that Ray Palmer keeps saving the day. Yeah, let's be uh, real yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. Ray Palmer's mm-hmm. nanites saved the day uh, in multiple occasions, and he's probably going to save the day in the Legends of Tomorrow multiple times. He's going to save tomorrow. So uh, <laughs> Ray Palmer tomorrow. is <laughs> saving tomorrow today. Oh my God! Can that please be their tag? <laughs> That's the thing. You bet. You guys better start that like right oh, now. I am tweeting it right now. We'll pa- no, pass it along. Oh, you pass it along. Pass it, pass it along to Legends of Tomorrow. I, I a podcast. I'm oh, sure they will love it. Oh man, no, but that's really, so good. Ray Palmer continues to save the day with his nanites and his awesome tech, and and he's not getting nearly enough credit for it. He died yeah. on Arrow, and Felicity is like, "Yeah, man, road trip." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Uh, so Harrison Wells uh, in captivity now, and. Uh, I'm excited to see how he breaks out because he we will because that's what he does. <laughs> um, it was Andy, his plan all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Andy, did you would you preferred a longer fight or do you think it was just about a, a good length of time? Uh, that's a difficult question because you know you know they're gonna you know they you know they're gonna have a bigger fight next week. It's like you know if people really thought that was it, then <laughs> guys, there's a reason Tom Kamenov was at the CW upfronts yesterday. So yeah, there's gonna be a huge fight. So uh, no, it's like I like the fight the way it was because it finally brought together Stephen Mel and Robbie Amell. I just wish okay, there were two things I was waiting for. One. Why the hell did Barry be like, hey, guys, you kind of look you're related. Are you, do you know each other? And they, they're like, no. And secondly, I was hoping they would interact a little bit more together. And, um, and uh, I just look, although I loved when, like, when Oliver was taking off, like, Ronnie just, like, ran after him, like, ex- like excited, buddy, wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. I know I was going crazy, and I, I said this on the Flash podcast, but, there was just a little part of me that was just jumping around and just wanting to go nuts. And uh, I, I just, I thought it was great. Um, Matt, Matt, I remember you were saying that you thought, t- tell me again, you thought you, um, you thought it was a little too easy how they yeah. took Wells down? I thought it was a little too easy how they took him down, which makes me think it was his plan to be taken in all along or something. I don't he know. Knows the f- like he that. knows the future. Yeah, because um, <laughs> essentially what they. What they didn't do was just have uh, also um, Oliver Queen at the top of the building, like, bend over so they can push Wells over his back, you know? like <laughs> Tabletop like, him. But exactly. Like, it's the only thing they didn't do. Because he literally just, like, now Ronnie is, like, pushed him over. I'm just like, really? Uh, okay, I guess. But, I mean, it was such a fun fight. I mean, you really can't complain about it too much. Yeah, it was, like, aside from, like, it being a very packed episode, yeah, if, I could just, packed. if I can just, if I can take off my, my critics hat for a second, just put on my combo hat, this was a fun combo episode. You had several villains from all over the Flash mythology, as well as the air mythologists coming together and fighting and effects and all that. So it was, no, it was, this was a very good penultimate episode before the season finale. Yeah, I think this is a really good setup episode 
for the season finale because it gave you a little fight to tease a little bit about what's to come, you know, and um, yeah, and just seeing everyone and where you know there's there's a lot of danger out there now, and you know I think it's everything's gonna be resolved in not resolved but all those all those questions about how how much crap has hit the fan, you know, like is gonna be all talked about in the final episode. Super can't wait. Yeah, very true. Um, so I, I want to end the, the segment with uh, some uh, Twitter questions. Uh, we have this one from follower uh, Karen CI535. Um, she asks, what did Oliver hit Wells with the second time that knocked Wells out? Was it a bigger dose of nanites or something different? Uh, Amy, nanites with the it's a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Amy? Probably, no, probably nanites with with some sort of sedative or tranquilizer, um, or like, you know, it would be cool if it was like some super condensed cooling apparatus, like like it it, it cooled his cells or something. Because we know that 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 we can freeze Barry and that gets rid of his superpowers. Yeah. Um, or you know what else would be really cool? So the Flash, if I'm understanding correctly, the Speed Force is reliant basically on creating vibrations. And so what if it was a uh, vibration that was the exact opposite an- uh, amplitude as the Flash's? So basically it was like a reverse vibration. And that, so like if you have two things vibrating at once, they can't, and they're the exact opposite, they would cancel each other out. So Re- maybe it like resonance. canceled out the Speed Force. Yeah, yes. that physics... <laughs> it's like uh, oh what's that guy Pied Piper there it is he did the same thing yeah Good I point. missed that guy I do too I like that character is that what happened did he die is he was the he no, he, no he's, he's, he's no he he got he's you know, he's out and about yeah I didn't see him in the shit. truck didn't oh that's right he's truck. out and about yeah and so I'm going to end the segment on one more question she had, which was, uh, and, and this is going to lead us into our our next segment, which is for Legends of Tomorrow, uh, and that is uh, where to go. Uh, who is playing Firestorm when they merge fire? Robbie Man- Amell is not in the series, so is it a different actor? Does anyone Do we know, know this? We don't uh, know if he's. We, he might be in the show. We. I will say that everyone should just watch the finale of Flash next week. I think we're gonna get our answers, and yeah, it, it might be. It might be something very positive. I. I think he might be alive because, uh, you know, unless they're gonna d- use Jay Jackson as the you know the mystery character as you know, essentially the you know the replacement for Jason Rush, which you know, it's kind of odd because they have Jason. You know, they had him in an episode of Flash this season, and you know, it would almost make more sense to add him over to the show and maybe have Jay Jackson be this other hero. But I think I don't think they would kill off Robbie Mill just like that. Um, I think that you know they see the value in him. You know, he has a good fan base. I'm pretty sure he's going to be part of it. So next week is it's going to um, explain it all, and then the you know season two of Flash. Will also be explaining it, like at least the first second half, because the the, the season four and season two of uh, Arrow and the Flash, respectively, will be setting up the spinoff, probably you know before the winter finale. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think that there might be a reason why Rami Amel didn't get very many lines uh, outside of grunting uh, in that episode. So I, I think he'll have a big part in season finale. So that should yeah. be uh, that should be pretty fun to watch. So have le- you seen the trailer for the season finale? Yeah, do we have any predictions as to what might happen? Anyone have any anything? Well, to... okay. Has have you do you have you guys seen the trailer? No, uh, not no. the not the extended one, just the regular one. Because the extended one include. Do you mind if I do a spoiler? 
Well, if it's in the trailer. Okay, so the extended trailer includes a scene of Ronnie and Caitlin kissing as he puts a ring on her finger and she's wearing a wedding dress. So, um, I would assume that, 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 see, I see... (laughs) It's so funny, though, because I my mind... So we know that in the finale, Barry goes back in time. And in my mind, that scene between Caitlin and Ronnie is a scene that exists after Barry changes the past. Yeah. Because in this current universe, Bear, uh, Caitlin and Ronnie are not successfully together. But in an alternate universe in which Barry Allen never existed and which the particle accelerator maybe never was created because Harrison Wells didn't come back to kill Barry Allen... So the particle accelerator was never created and therefore never exploded and therefore never killed Ronnie, then Caitlin and Ronnie may get married. And so that may be one of those difficult things where it's a positive outcome in the future that Barry accidentally creates, but everybody else's future sucks. Um, but this, here's a counter question to that. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Barry spotted in that wedding scene, whatever, whatnot. Oh. Because think about it this way if the particle accelerator exploded, he would never know Caitlin or Cisco or Harrison Wells. So clearly, there, I'm pretty sure I saw him in there. And I saw, I think Iris was there too. And uh, Martin Stein is actually, from what I heard, I, Martin Stein is their minister. <laughs> well, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them in a happy ending. That would be great. And then no, happy Ronnie dies the- and she turns into Killer Frost. I mean, what? <laughs> happy endings in happy endings in this universe. I'm sorry. Did you see what happened on Arrow? They just you know screwed over the main character by driving him off in the. Oh, okay, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, Happy's relative, I suppose. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a different different definition in this universe. Let's just put it that way. Um, but yeah. You know, I I missed it. But when we're you know recording, we've been recording all day. There was a tweet I saw that said that. Uh, Daniel Pennebaker confirmed that there we are going to see Killer Frost and to stay tuned for uh, the season finale. So, I, is that I the, think she, can't wait. she will probably that, get the powers in the finale. But I don't think she will be suiting up necessarily in the finale. I think it's going to be. It's there's a reason they extended. I think they extended the arrow in the flash finale with I think at least one or two more minutes. So. Uh, um, yeah, they extended it, but a lot of people aren't they thinking that that's basically a it's the. Um, the like kind of like a backdoor pilot segment for the Legends of Tomorrow um, sh- series. I I um, saw somewhere that someone was theorizing that that extra minutes will be the rooftop scene that they filmed, but I don't know. That makes yes. a lot of sense, actually. So <laughs> next Tuesday, but then you have to be like Oliver Queen. When exactly did you come back and resuit uh, up? Because just put him in the damn suit again and we're good. Do you know what else uh, just came out a, a little bit ago after we had our Arrow discussion? Uh, all, uh, Stephen Amell tweeted out, he's like, yes, we're never going to see Oliver suit up as the Arrow. Or he, he said, like, um, Oliver Queen will never put back on the Arrow suit. Which mm-hmm. is good what marketing. he does. He's Stephen Amell. So it may not be the Arrow suit, but it's going to be like the Green Arrow suit. But, you know. Exactly. He likes doing that. He's like, well, it was a great season, everybody. I know I fell off a cliff, but uh, have fun with the rest of the season. Joking around with us. Teaseful marketing is teaseful. So uh, it's like, uh, 
yeah, next oh, we're gonna have such a big discussion <laughs> next Tuesday night. It's gonna be hilarious. It's <laughs> I'm probably gonna get a stressful phone call from Amy and be like, "Wait, I can't do this. There was just too much going on here. I don't understand. Explain <laughs> this to I me." I can handle it. Believe me. Have you have you heard me theorizing? I can handle plenty of of storylines. Amy, you let's, you let's for ten it. minutes on episode fifteen of the Flatbucket for ten minutes, you were you couldn't almost. Rec- because you were so still like all over the place with this episode that we had to we had to calm you down for ten minutes before we started recording. <laughs> Don't you remember you were just like you know I'm in no good shape right I should not be allowed to podcast right now because after this episode because oh my god Cisco. <laughs> I I'm, I'm pretty sure I held it together well enough. That uh, that call out though <laughs> controversy and energy. Um, and scene. So, and moving and, on. And, <laughs> All right, and so moving Dan- on. Danielle Panabaker was, uh, she did a Reddit AMA, which is where I think she confirmed a lot of this stuff that you're talking about, Pete. One thing that she did confirm about the final next week is a question that I've had since the, since the very beginning is how in the hell do the villains use the bathroom inside of their jail cell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's confirmed. She's confirmed. She's confirmed that in the finale, we will actually get an answer to oh that question. My God, that's I am so yes. excited. That's what I'm most excited about. <laughs> oh, that's my hilarious. God. So, I also have, I have one. Building up so much I, anticipation. <laughs> anticipation. I have one also uh, side theory, I guess, or like weird, weird situation or confrontation that I'm almost positive is going to happen. Now, follow me on this one. In the Gorilla Grodd episode when Joe is down in the sewer, they the the show uh, grapples with the issue of, of a character killing themselves when Grodd makes makes Joe hold the gun up to his head. So they're not afraid they're not afraid to broach that subject. Uh, what if in the showdown between the reverse flash and the flash, Eddie threatens to kill himself to eliminate Eobard Thawne? Ooh. I love it. Casey Wait, dropping the hammer. Especially Amy. Amy, do that <laughs> noise again. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like she was. It sounded like someone was crushing her heart, like once upon a time style. But it's like, because he's already he's already in a place where he's pretty depressed right now after having lost Iris. So if he, in his mind, I'm sure he's thinking anything I can do to help, I would gladly do. So. Oh. Damn, that is, I know it's sad, but I would the be willing drop. to bet. Would be willing what? to bet that we see something. It's so, like that. it's so sad, Mike. Here's what's so interesting: if Harrison, excuse me, if Eobard Thawne hadn't told Eddie that Iris was meant to marry to marry Barry, then wouldn't Eddie and Iris have gotten married and potentially never had children? Pretty much. Pretty much. So basically, yeah. Eobard caused his own, like, oh, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's that. It's the cyclical thing when you have a when yeah. you have a timeline. Now we bum, have a character bum, bum, bum. making it possible for his own character to be born. Uh, it's yes. Yeah, it's it's weird. We we believe well, timey wimey. Mo- moving on to uh, what we really want to talk about, uh, which is Legends of Tomorrow. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, well, I think we can all just, you know, we all freaked out collectively when we saw the uh, the trailer hit because we were waiting for it, and you know they they debuted it up front, uh, but I I don't think we were expecting a movie theater or movie uh, style trailer to to hit. 
because that's exactly what it was. It was so well done. Um, it's it been, gets pretty good week for trailers overall, like Supergirl and Legends Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, no doubt. And uh, we're actually just a heads up. We'll be joined by a little bit by uh, Rebecca Johnson of Supergirl Radio to talk a, l- a little bit about the Supergirl trailer. But uh, man, this trailer for Legends of Tomorrow was so good and i i lost my shit at the end and if you, you guys know what i'm talking about when raid it, becomes the atom oh my yeah, god no so much cooler than ant-man yeah so 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 here's a, here's a new joke mouth. new jokes are about to begin it's it's no longer about you know him being iron man it's now about the fact that ant-man is going to be out I'll beat him by the Adam because the Adam happened happens way before Adam. So, you know, Marvel is a, to get it. You know, we're, you know, we're now gonna skip all the Marvel. You know, like he's Iron Man. Like, you know, no, 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 no. We're, you know, it, it, this is how you do it. And for me, the trailer it didn't feel. Is this is gonna sound stupid as fuck? But it didn't feel like a CW show. It felt like something completely new. Yeah. Like something you would almost see either at sci-fi or imagine if sci-fi and CBS was merged um, with their good size together. I could, this is what it felt like. And I'm, you know, it was such a fun, it was a very fun trailer. I'm the one that stood out most to me was definitely Arthur Darville as Rip Hunter. I think he's going to yes. become a quick fan favorite. And I think he's going to, you know, he, he he's gonna. I think even though I don't know anything about the character, but you know that's something that uh, Legends Tomorrow podcast will definitely be exploring. I'm I'm. I think it was so fun just to see him being able to stand and lead the whole thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited that uh, that it's you know even though that Brandon Ralph has been saying that he's kind of like you know Ray will be the leader of the team, you know it's Rip that's going to be bringing these people together. So. Um. Did anybody catch Harrison Wells in the trailer? Oh yeah. Oh, there's yeah. There's the, the, another thing that we people we should know, notice. Okay, so there there was a leaked feature. Oh, leaked and leaked. I think I think they did it on purpose. There was a featurette. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone heard you. <laughs> I don't. I don't give a fuck. So I, um, in the in the featurette on the floor. Now, spoiler alert, everyone. You what? Know, Wait, no. Is this an actual spoiler about the Flash episode, Andy? No, no, it's not about Amy. It's not about the Flash episode. It's about Legends <laughs> Tomorrow. And you, hey, talk about you t- being the one that spoiled, you know, the the, the Caitlin and Ronnie uh, wedding. It's in the trailer. In the, it's not a spoiler. Tra- yeah, yeah. So, and this was also in a trailer-ish show. Um, yeah, you know, try counter that. Um, but there's an interesting hat lying on the floor next to Harrison Wells with um some <laughs> wings on that and if, if people from ju- them that have loved Justice Society of America will notice that that's the helmet of one Mr. Jay Garrick aka the first flash from the from the golden age of DC comics um what? back um, it, yeah yeah well there's a not in the yeah you know, it's in it's some sort of feature right i'm sure it's uh, it's out there somewhere i don't know where these comes from it it happens every year some feature is never released uh, officially by the network but yet it somehow makes it onto the air i mean to the internet i'm like oh okay so yeah i saw that too this morning andy but, i, I yeah, it just yeah. seemed convenient that his hat just seemed to be right next but, to but, but right next to thing. Thon. <laughs> this is where amy this is where amy's probably going to get a little kick off from Okay, so Amy, in the in the new two right now, Jay Garrick, the first Flash, is in another Earth called Earth Two, 
And you know that these, you know, mar- these shows and films, they like to stick, you know, they, they use some old school material, but they also try to stick it to the New 52 as well. So all your fears about, you know, possibly multiverse coming into play, Earth 2 and whatnot, you can feel pretty proud of yourself possibly uh, after next week. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm waiting for whatever happens next week on the Flash. I think once um, I everybody knows my theories, I have <laughs> I've done enough theorizing, so I won't get into any of them or rehash them or anything like that. I'm just really, really, really excited to see what the Flash brings in its final episode and how that's going to relate to Legends of Tomorrow and. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Legends of Tomorrow is a mid-season show, correct? Yes, ja- it's going to premiere so, either January or February of 2016, most likely in January. So, uh, it, you know, it there will still be a fair amount of time in the beginning halves of the next seasons of both Arrow and The Flash to set up everything. Um, so I, I'm just, I'm really, really absurdly excited for for Legends of Tomorrow. I'm excuse me. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um oh, it's personally, such, a, such a long name. DC's lot. <laughs> um Matt, what did or you just think say Legends? Oh sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um Matt, what did you think of the trailer and did you have a specific favorite part? Um I like it's it's hard to say a specific part and let me think. Um what I took from it was man, this show is just all action, all the time. Let's just throw all the sci-fi into it and just say, you know what, guys? If you you like sci-fi and you love, love all these heroes, let's go for it. Um, you want time traveling? Boom, you got some time traveling. <laughs> you want some you want some dead people coming you know coming back and kicking ass? <laughs> you got you got a little bit of that. You got some zombie action over there. You want you want some awesome Robotech? Boom, we got we got Adam in there and like. You want an old guy that doesn't have superpowers without his buddy? We got that too. <laughs> we got all your bases covered in this Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, and um, don't forget about the girl with wings. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You want a oh, girl Hawk flying girl. around? Boom, oh, my we got God, that looked, that, See, you know what I'm a little disappointed no with? Mace. Because, I didn't see a mace. Well, it, wait, it's an origin story. The thing that kind of, you know, when I saw Hawk and how amazing she was, it made me so sad that they could never, you know, give us wings for, like that for Smallville's Hawkman. The yeah. only time he got great CGI wings was in his final episode before he died. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I, um, that sucks. Yeah, I didn't see the mace. She looked a little, uh, Hawk girl, she looked a little, like, scared. Well, no. of course, it, it, she's just discovering her powers. Discovering and her powers? Say, okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking then. That's probably why. Maybe she was also a little starstruck. I mean, there's Oliver frickin' Queen <laughs> and Barry He's Allen. so handsome. Well, there's so no, handsome. Why, why would she... Why, like, who would be starstruck? Twitter friend, Mr. Queen. I, wonder I don't think... Who would be a fan of Oliver Queen at this point in this universe? <laughs> Ooh, Andy, not sorry. pulling any punches. Oh. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just like... He's no one. He's not someone you should look up to at this point. Like you know, I. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, Casey. Uh, I haven't yeah. heard you. What, what do you? What do you? What are your thoughts now that you know? We have, I've always asked you, and you're like, uh, we haven't really <laughs> no, seen much. But uh, uh, what do you think now, man? Uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm sold yet. I really, what? I still what? don't think I'm sold on you it. Didn't yeah. even, you didn't I, watch a trailer. Hold did on, you? hold no, on. No, I just, I just, I literally just watched the trailer just now. Uh, it. Oh, so I don't have... know. <laughs> it. It still. It hasn't got me yet. It hasn't got me yet. It looks like more of the same. I, I want to see how it differentiates itself. It's like the conversation we had when we talked about Avengers. We're in yeah. such a such a comic book centric TV universe right now. 
that it's gonna have to really work. I I hope it it bulks up the time travel because well yes, I mean even I the, say, even Casey. the Flash even the Flash is doing time travel. So I mean I well it really needs to team up. Flash kind of has Flash kind of has to do time travel. Come on. Well, in so the in cool. the in the trailer, Rip Hunter's like, and we'll have to go through time to stop them. And I, I was like, oh my god, can we just like, I, I really like the idea of seeing them at integral moments in history. And it's, it's basically Doctor Who DC, but I'm really yeah. okay with that. Let's be perfectly so, honest. That's so not a, a woman problem who's for never me. seen an episode of Doctor Who, apparently. I know enough about the series. Um, oh yeah, tell me the tell me the name of the companions. Uh, Joseph and Simon the Color yep. Dreamcoat. It's Nailed only it. You're welcome, baby. only only girls are you know the companions in that Doctor Who. There's the only time there's been a male companion like on a on a series regular basis. That's been you know the actor who plays Rip Hunter. So, Amy, I was kidding. I didn't mean to call you out like that. But you should watch Doctor Who, especially if you want to, you want to, want to get more into Arthur Darville as an actor. Like go for, to yeah, season five of Doctor Who. Oh, it's it's yeah. certainly on my list. Um, I have just unfortunately I just don't have time to sit down and watch it yet. But it's on it's on my very extensive list. Amy, Amy, of challenge shows between, I have yet to watch. Amy, Amy, challenge between you and I. I will watch season one of Fringe during the summer if you can complete thirteen episodes of season one, uh, season Ooh. five of Doctor Who. I I I I already have plans for Doctor Who watches. Um, okay, so, fine. Be boring then. Back to back to legends. <laughs> the legends of tomorrow. Yeah. So back Pete, answer your answer your question. Uh, Pete, it, in the trailer, to me, it looks like they used a lot. They used quite a bit of, of footage from it looks like an episode of Legends of Tomorrow, but they also used a lot of footage just from the individual shows of Arrow oh, yeah. and the Flash. So, uh, so but I don't know. They did. The they did say. They did say that there was one scene somewhere in the trailer that is from the finale of oh, wow. of. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, it might it might be the one of uh, the the rear shot of Harrison Wells when he's sitting in the chair looking at some wormhole kind of thing. Wormhole. Uh, must, that kind of must, kind of must be at that at that point. Maybe, maybe we will see. So Pete, still no definite answers for you. Sorry, bud. <laughs> That's okay. But I do want to end uh, the Legends of Tomorrow talk on this. If the uh, Adam scene at the end of the uh, trailer was pro- was my favorite scene. Uh, my favorite line was when they're fighting and Adam turns to everybody. It's not this line, but he says, if that's all Vandal Sa- Savage has, uh, we're going to like, oh, what did he say? He said something like, we're, like, we're going to make this look easy. And Captain Cold looks at him and says, why did you say that? Just, yeah. And then a God, giant robot foot came in. That, that giant rob- robot foot came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah. I feel that's something that it would exist. I would be the idiot that would say this will be easy, and then someone would say, "Oh, Anna, you, pu- you stupid piece of shit! Look what's about to come from the roof!" And, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, did I do that?" <laughs> it, it, it had shades of Cap of uh, Age of Ultron when uh, Thor says, "Is that the best you can do?" And uh, Cap's like, "The best you got." Yeah. You had to ask. I had to ask. You had to ask. So. Um, Oh yeah, um, you want giant robots? Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know it's if so, they are robots. That's the thing. I don't know if it's completely robots. So I think it's it's just it's just it a, does, a, a leg. It's just a leg. Here's what I love about it. Here's what I love about it. Here's what I love. Here's what I love about the show already. Is that it's it's going to be a 13 episode series, and I'm I'm almost wondering 
if they might do no wait they they moved uh, the hundred to the Fridays I think so that's I was gonna almost gonna say put Legends of Tomorrow and the hundred together. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're pulling an Agent Carter and that they're doing a mid season like a yeah, like a or a hiatus show. That, that's what they're. Isn't that's that what sort they're of what doing? they're doing. That- yeah. That's what that's kidding. sort of what they're doing. Um, but like, either <laughs> Flash or Arrow is gonna. But Mark Padowitz also said that there's a possibility that they may actually air all at the same time. But I'm, there's no spot, there's no place for it right now on the schedule because they picked up only three new shows. So, so you know that they're all gonna probably be all like. I'm sure iZombie might be an uh, you know midseason show, so it depends on which show they feel like they can do without for 13 weeks. Um, and if they wanna, I, I don't know. It's why did they move? Did they really move the hundred to Fridays, Amy? I don't know. Uh, that's that's an entirely different discussion um, and a little bit scary because Fridays are bad luck for CW shows. Uh, Actually, not, because Smallville kind of made their Friday nights work because of, you know, because on the CW, all you need, you need 2 million viewers plus to get renewed, and Smallville did that. So that's why, you know, a show, you know, and The 100 has a cult following, so, uh, and I think that if they, you know, I think that, you know, like, if they just keep it up like the way they're doing right now and so on, it can easily do well on Friday nights, uh, and you know, and do well, and you know, because it's gonna be it be against like comedies now and stuff, like that, and that's that's not really a big threat. So, I don't think you have to worry too much, Amy. And um, and um, I need to start watching the hundred for sure, um, very soon. All right, so so there well, there's something we haven't talked about yet. Something that I'm really, 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 really excited about. Okay. White Canary. Oh, yes. Sarah Lance. Lazarus Pit. Let's be honest. I was freaking out a little bit. Still currently uh, freaking just, out a little bit. Um, just a little bit? <laughs> Only a little bit? <laughs> oh, so man. we've take, been... Take, take, good one. Go on, go on. Sorry. My internet is We've being, been teased for a teased for a while that I mean we've known for a while that Katie Lotz has been coming back but this is the first time in which we know definitively that she's playing Sarah Lance and she's definitely playing a different incarnation um so I've seen a couple theories thrown around I know a lot of people had theorized that Rip Hunter was going to go back and grab her at the moment before her death but then we see her in the Lazarus pit um you know rise up and become the white canary so that kind of debunks that theory and really goes with the idea that Sarah Lance is being brought back to life especially the whole deceased assassin monologue bit but the question is how long was she dead before she was brought back because the longer you are in the pit the the, the length of the time that you're in the Lazarus pit is directly correspondent to how much healing you have to do and so it's my understanding and I may be wrong but if you're fully dead, isn't it not certain that you'll actually be brought by the back by the Lazarus Pit? Um, or like it has to be a short amount of time. Is it, to me, like as long as there's a body that can be resurrected, like look, because okay. there were some people that were wondering because she died in. If uh, if we if we're going with real life timeline as well as with Arrow's timeline, she died in October. And the show, this season ended in, 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 you know, in April or May in their world. So mm-hmm. that means that she, her body must have been like disintegrated, you know, months ago. But what if this, Amy, let me know what you think about this. What if Rip Hunter visits her grave, like only like a month or two after she died and brings her into the well, yeah, Lazarus that's, pit? 
that's my theory is that he takes her at a certain amount of time after her death that he knows he needs to take her. He oh, knows I he cannot. You, I, thought you, I thought you said that she was, he was going to grab her right before she dies. So that, you know, when, you know, right before the heiress comes to, you know, onto her chaise, he would grab her and just like swoop and just, I thought no. that's what you meant. No, that was a theory that many people had before they saw the trailer. But then the oh, trailer okay. debunked that theory. Um, and so I'm I'm assuming that they grab her and she goes in the Lazarus pet and he brings her back out and she's the white canary, but she's definitely a different person. Um, but I'm just I'm just really excited, you guys. I, I just had to nerd out about it for a second. Sarah Lance <laughs> was my favorite character and they killed her off and I was really upset and that kind of set a whole precedent for the fact that I was like, I just kind of won't like season three. I know I won't of Arrow. Um, so I'm really happy to see her back. I'm really happy to see Katie Lodge back. Um, it's interesting. Her outfit looks more like Laurel Lance's Black Canary outfit than her initial Black Canary outfit, which is like, ah, oh, that's interesting. What if... <laughs> Multiverse talk here. Um, I I had I had thought maybe for uh, maybe a while ago that that the canary that we see in this show is a Sarah Lance from a different universe, and where instead of Sarah getting on the boat, Laurel got on the boat, and you just switch their you have the same exact storylines, but switch their people. Oh, but um, so, so so she's the second so, black canary. Exactly. So Laura Lance was the original Black Canary, but died. And then Sarah Lance was. But, or, you know, but, but that's so, you know, whatever. There's a whole bunch of different ideas. Bottom line is Sarah Lance is back. And even if she's slightly different, she's still the same badass, ass kicking, fantastic looking character. And I'm really excited to see her back. Yeah. It will be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see how they bring her back because the introduction of of resurrection into any story is is tricky because it it kind of yes. it takes the it takes the the penalty of death away because now death is no longer permanent if you have something that just brings people back so they have to and do now, it in a now very, there's a consequence yeah well yeah they have to do it in a very specific way that has a very fine set of rules otherwise. You're not. Otherwise, you lose interest in, in characters. You're no longer vested in whether they live or die because they can just be brought back. The thing yeah, I, and... I really go ahead, Andy. The thing I was gonna say was that the one thing, and I think I, one of my good friends mentioned it on Twitter, um, was that the thing that I really hope they make make sure to establish is that Laurel is not gonna be kept out in the dark that her sister is back because look, they need to end this whole secrets crap like you, you know i'm expect. you know what i want i want the reason for her you know the reason i want her costume to look so similar to, to laurel is because they're gonna have a scene when they reunite and i want sh i want her this time to be inspired by laurel and to you know get a similar costume i want laurel to guide her now this time because now sarah's back from the dead and she may not be as skilled as she used to be now maybe she has to you know because here's the thing like felicity and one of the few good things about Felicity the season on air was that she, her relationship with Laurel. And one of the things that Felicity said to Laurel was that, you know, Sarah was the canary to hide who she really was. But I don't see that with you. You have heart as opposed to what she had. So maybe this time, Felicity, you know, Laurel becomes a teacher at, where she teaches um, Sarah that if you want to go back on the field, good. You have your skills, but you need to start using, you know, basically the whole think with your heart as opposed to your mind. So I can't, you know, but if they just decide to, no, we're not going to tell her because we think what's, what's, we know what's best for her. I'm sorry, Laurel Lansk has the fucking canary cry all over. You will kneel for her and tell her, you know, that her sister is back. So that's what I'm hoping because I'm, 
they cannot bring a, such an essential character back from the dead and just pretend that oh only Oliver and Barry and Ray and like all these other people know that Laurel's little sister is alive but not Laurel I think only time will tell gentlemen <laughs> and, and very... uh, tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah very true I think it'll also be interesting to find out which Lazarus pit they use because if they use the league there's Lazarus one. pit wouldn't Nissa know there's two and so she wouldn't well, have so been all like well, you well, killed Sarah I'll never forgive well, you more like Malcolm would probably not allow her to, because why would he be interested in helping her? So I mean, what if I still, uh, I still think they should have moved Nissa to, to series regular on the spinoff uh, and kind of like have her and Rip Hunter together. Like Rip Hunter brings back her body, you know, in in a good, you know, capacity where they can still, you know, bring her back from the dead. But Nissa provides her, you know, them with how to bring her back. There's two of them? A lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> oh, my God. There's two of them. There's two Lazarus Pit. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, that, that's going <clears> to <throat> that's gonna do it for our Legends of Talk, uh, Legend of Tomorrow talk. Legends of Talk Tomorrow. Talk Tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk tomorrow about Legends. Save Tomorrow today. Hashtag uh, save tomorrow, tomorrow today. <laughs> save Tomorrow one. today. Uh, we're going to jo- we're going to have uh, Rebecca Johnson join us now from Supergirl Radio to talk uh, about the Supergirl trailer that debuted, and it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Like we said, a big big week for uh, DC TV trailers. So uh, let's get to that now. That's definitely happening live right now. And so now we're going to be talking a little bit about the Supergirl trailer, tra- trailer, trailer which uh, just hit this week. I mean, it was a killing it. Yeah, absolutely killing it. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we had that. We had DC Legends tomorrow, but Supergirl was the first one that hit, and I I loved it. I thought it was good. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of the show uh, and and the direction. It certainly has like it has. It looks like it has so much potential. And here joining us, we have Miss Rebecca Johnson of Supergirl Radio. Uh, thank you for joining us t- today, Rebecca. Oh, sure. Thanks for asking me to come on and talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to hear your opinion because, you know, you, you first of all, you run a really good podcast with uh, Teresa over at Supergirl Radio. Uh, really enjoy listening to it. I, I, I got to oh, well, say, I'm, yeah, I, I got to say, I don't know much about her other than that she's, you know, Clark or Kal-El's uh, cousin. Uh, so hearing you guys talk about a lot of her source material, whether it be the Supergirl, the movie that was done back in the 80s or uh, any of the comic book uh, s- stories with her in it, uh, it's really helped me understand a lot more b- of her character. Uh, so with that said, uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Supergirl uh, trailer that we all got to see. Oh, what do you want to know about it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I loved it. I, I thought it was great. And um, I'm... I was I was excited about it before it it happened, but once I saw the trailer, like that upped my excitement for the show like a thousand percent, just because it was kind of what I was hoping for. I think Melissa is going to be a great Supergirl. You can tell that she's already kind of discovered what she wants to do with the character and her portrayal of Supergirl and of Kara, I think is like spot on because you see one of the things that we've discovered through Supergirl radio is that there are a couple of things that kind of go with her character through every variation. There's some things that kind of go up and down, but one of the things I've noticed in her personality is that she is kind of brash and impetuous 
and uh, sometimes she's very impatient. And so I, I loved the moments in the trailer where, you know, when, when Kara's saving the plane, and she's like, oh, come on. <laughs> and even even when uh, she's talking with uh, Winslow about being a superhero and going to find a car chase, and she's like, yeah, I could do a car chase. That is so Supergirl to me. And so I love that they've nailed that characterization um, in the pilot from the, you can see from the trailer. So I'm very happy with Melissa's portrayal. I like the way she looks. I like the effects. Um, I'm very pleased with it. Now I know, um, one of the char- main characters, uh, that I was looking forward to see was Cat Grant, you know, Costa Flockhart. Mm. And, and, uh, I, I do agree. I, I think it was you who said you were looking, you were hoping it would be Jane Krakowski. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that would have been a cool, uh, that would have been a cool addition, but Costa Flockhart, so far is, is looking pretty good in, in the Cat Grant uh, role. Uh, you know, m- my only exposure to the Cat Grant character was in Smallville. Uh, and obviously, this is a much more established Cat Grant. Oh, uh, yeah. If you, if you want some good Cat Grant, you need to watch Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman Season 1. That's like part of the ultimate <laughs> Cat Grant there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I, of course, initially did want Jane Krakowski because I love Jane Krakowski. But as soon as they announced that Callista Flockhart was going to play her, I was like, there it is. That's that's it. Um, but yeah, I I was so excited to see her because I'm a huge Daily Planet nerd. Like I love Lois Lane's one of my favorite comic book characters. I love the whole Daily Planet staff. You know, Perry White, Clark Kent, Ron Troop, Cat Grant. So I was very excited to know that she was going to be in the show, and James Ol- James the grown man Olsen is going to be in the show. So uh, so it was very fun for me as a Daily Planet fan to know that she is going to be in it. And I noticed a lot of people were making, and we even talked about it on our podcast, was that you know her entrance into the trailer is very Devil Wears Prada-ish. But I just want people to know, because this is one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world, that entrance with Meryl Streep actually steals from another movie from 1988 called Big Business with Bette Midler uh. and Lily Tomlin. So <laughs> if you really want to know where that Cat Grant entrance is uh is inspired from i would argue that it's from big business uh with the uh the sadie character so i was excited to see that because i love that movie but uh yeah cat grant i think she she almost steals the trailer a little bit uh so i'm really happy with calista flockhart uh what what are your thoughts on a very much more established jimmy olsen uh, and the fact that superman is clearly established in his world uh and Supergirl is just coming into her own. I think it's an interesting take because a lot of times you will see the younger uh, kind of peon of the Daily Planet trying to follow around Miss Lane, you know. And so it's it's definitely an interesting take that they're going for. He's won a Pulitzer and he's he's uh, very much a grown man who is very attractive. <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have the bow tie and the freckles and the red hair. And so. I think that's really interesting. And I would, my thing that I really want to see is what is his relationship with Kat? Because, if, you know, of their connection with the Daily Planet, do they have a history of that? Do they talk about their time at the Daily Planet? Uh, you know, and, and I want to see James in action. I want to see him taking pictures or doing the designing of whatever Kat wants him to do. Like, I want to see what his role is going to be into it. Just, Aside, because we didn't see a lot of that in the trailer. We just saw, you know, he's taking pictures of Superman and he has this relationship with Kara, but we we haven't seen much of 
what he's actually going to be doing in the show. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, and one of the, our followers on Twitter uh, pointed this out, you know, um, at Mark AG say on Twitter, uh, he noticed that, and, and this seems to be a common thing with Superman um, and, and now Supergirl, is the introduction uh, of the character. And that is, they're always saving like a plane or something. Uh, what, do you think there's something to that? Or is that just kind of the entrance <laughs> they want to go for? With, I mean, you had Superman with the plane and Superman Returns, uh, you know, the, the helicopter and Superman the movie. And now you have her saving a plane in Supergirl, and that's when they first learn of her. Well, what do you think of that? Well, and there's also in John Byrne's Man of Steel comic book issues, that's kind of how uh, Superman kind of comes out in that story as well, is that he saves this, like, rocket ship kind of a thing. Uh, I think the reason they do that is because, I mean, how cool is it to see the superhero fly up and save something that's humongously bigger than them. So I think the, <laughs> the cool thing about it in the trailer from what we've seen, I don't know if everything we've seen is everything that happens in the scene, but what I like about it is that she's kind of having to get to that point because of wanting to save her sister. And so I like the idea that, Oh, she, maybe she hasn't tried flying just yet, but the, will to save her sister and to save everybody on that plane is so much bigger than than her that she wants to try something she's never done and i think it's an awesome moment in the trailer and i've been wondering if the music that underscores it is actually the blake neely music that has been composed for the show because there's a lot of trumpets and horns and it's kind of a big moment the music actually really makes you know the scene of her kind of jumping in the alley so i think the 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 reason they do that is to to sh to get them in the air because if you don't have a plane or a rocket ship you're not going to get the, the the flying superhero in the air so that's why they do that <laughs> uh cool you know, but if they wanted to get them to fly couldn't they equally i mean i know that i totally agree with you but what if they had instead had like golden gate bridge status bridge start to break apart and she has to fly and save all the cars. That would be cool. But then I guess that's kind of what they did with the bus in Superman, the new one. That yeah, that would that that would that would be cool. But I think if you want to see the hero, cool. I, I think if you want to see the hero fly, it's way more fun to see them, you know, burst up into the sky and go as high as they can. So I think uh, I th if it was me, that's what I would do. I would have them fly as high, th high as they could and, and get, you know, vertical in the air. So uh, real quickly, I want to ask uh, everyone else uh, in one word, give me your thoughts on the Supergirl trailer, Amy. Um, one word? <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 ponytail. <laughs> Because literally, I looked at it and I was like, I'm sorry, do she and Felicity smoke shot from the same magazines, go to the same oh, places, man. get their hairstyle at the same place, get their prescription glasses at the same place? Um, I was like, look, it's Felicity's twin, which actually would be really cool. She, she's a Felicity cosplayer. Um, okay, go. no, an actual, there you go, actual word to describe it. Um, promising. <laughs> uh, okay, Lauren. Fun. Casey. 
Uh, still half done. I'm only halfway through the trailer right now. So, I mean... <laughs> yeah. we, the end's the best back. part. Circle back. Circle I'm back. Okay, uh, so, the word you're looking for is long. <laughs> <laughs> extended. Extended. How about that? Uh, Andy. Super. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Love it. Nice. It took five people before me and no one came up with it. <laughs> I'm disappointed, you guys. All right, Casey, you give me, have give me, failed this city. Casey, give me one word for at least what you've seen. Uh, I have to come up with another word, Pete. Okay. Uh, 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 female? I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> that can be taken just... two different ways. Could it? <laughs> well, Could the fact that you're saying that it's... No, I'm not going to get... No, I've it's, already been it's controversial like the phrase, this week. Fight like a girl. You can say someone says girl i'm like oh thank you so much this is badass laurel's <laughs> cool too and i love oh, no, I, what they've done oh, with with i just with, mean it in a Caitlin. literal sense <laughs> I, like it's part of her um, name so <laughs> i i just wanted to say like i i think it looks really cool um i think it's awesome that we're getting a a real like female driven superhero show i think it's gonna so what be is, awesome but then what is agent carter then she does superhero in her own right well yeah i yeah i guess so um well, I guess no, so. no, no, I guess, no guessing. She, I stand she corrected. Um, no, but you, you mean genuinely powered individuals? Yeah, you know, I mean, alien. Uh, Agent Carter is just a badass in her own way, um, but it's going to be cool to watch like a superhero. Fe- that's guess that's guess what I'm what I'm getting at, uh, and you know, it's just that's I just find that to be really cool. Like uh, Supergirl, like is going to get her own her own uh, her own show, and we're going to get to watch her story come to life and i'm excited to watch that unfold as as we go um i just want to say rebecca thank you for coming on and talking about this with us this is uh really cool and i i really respect your opinion because like i said you guys sound really passionate about the character on your your show and um again thank you for stopping by uh tell everybody where they can find you and your show at Sure. Uh, it was fun to talk about it. Thanks for asking me on. Uh, well, you can find us online on the internets at supergirlradio.com. And we are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. And if you want to check me out personally, follow my tweets. Um, I'm at DerbyKid on Twitter. That's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. Awesome. All right. Yep. Uh, thank you very much, Rebecca. Sure. No, thanks. It's fun. So, again, thank you to uh, Rebecca Johnson from Supergirl Radio for joining us. Uh, yeah, we're really excited about Supergirl. So, we're going to be wrapping up the show now. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you tune into all the podcasts we did. The Arrow Season Finale Recap, it. Shield Recap, Age of Ultron uh, Review. Uh, we we just poured it all out with podcasts today. And, uh, yeah, Pete, you sound like you're about to fall asleep, my friend. I'm tired. <laughs> Very I'm tired. Pete. Pete, you Pete, just need Pete, a little bit Pete, of. Uh, Pete. Huh. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you just need. You just need a little bit of. Uh, energy? energy. No, well played. <laughs> energy. And and. and that might energize. be the title of the show right there. Ener- energy. Energy. Are you going to do classic picks, Pete? <laughs> and ener- energy energy and nine nine point one. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah, well, classic 9.1. TV picks. Yeah, classic uh, picks. Real quick. Real quick. Ooh. What? Oh, who wants to go? Who wants to go oh, first? Who, yeah, real quick. Who wants to go first? Hey, Casey should go <laughs> first. What me? Yeah, sure. I'll go. Oh no, Amy, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the DC TV, um, or no, the D, the DC Home, Warner Brothers Home, called Son of Batman. I don't know who put it on, but it's Son <laughs> of Batman. Um, shoot, it's like 
Where is it? Um, <laughs> breed, Amy. Breed. DC, DC Comics. No, I was looking for the for the. Um, I think it's Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, and it's Son of Batman. It's animated. It's really, really good. Uh, brings in. Uh, it's actually just if you're a fan of Arrow in general and DC TV comics, even if you don't have any real background on what's going on with the general universe, um, you know, if you don't have a whole lot of knowledge of the comic book universe like me, you can watch this DVD and really, really, really enjoy yourself. Um, even if, you, if you've just watched Batman, uh, Batman Begins, and you've just watched Arrow, you'll really, really enjoy it. Slade's the main villain. You have Damien, who is Batman's son, via Talia al Ghul. Um, it's a great, 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 great series. Great. Or movie. Amy, <laughs> is it great? I have a follow-up question. Amy, I have a follow-up question. Do you like the character of Damian Wayne in this movie? In Son of Batman? Yes. You need as be as serious as you can because this is going to mean a lot to a lot of DC people listening to this. You know, both good and bad. Well, okay, so Did you enjoy the character of Damian Wayne? I thought it was fascinating. I thought he was an interesting character. I thought he was compelling. I'm interested to see where they go in the next episode, Batman versus Robin. Um, I episode, uh, Again, I don't have... <laughs> Again, I don't have a lot of comic book knowledge in this particular area. I don't have a source material um, that I'm basing anything on. So I watched this just as a movie that um, I thought looked interesting. I really liked the animation. I liked Nightwing. That was really cool. Um, so I watched it as kind of kind of an outsider looking in. And so um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid movie. It's rewatchable for me. I'll watch it. You know, I continue to, to rewatch it just because I think it's really solid. Was this your first animated film of the, from DC you had watched, or had you seen Flashpoint, um, The Paradox yet? No, I haven't, actually. This was probably, I think this was my first DC animated movie that I've seen. But anyway, Son of Batman, really good, really entertaining. Um, I had a great time with it. I think you should all definitely watch it. Okay, and then the uh, sequel's coming you. out soon. Thanks, Amy. Um, nice. Casey. Boom. All right. I'm going to, uh, my pick this week is a... Uh, a movie that never actually made it, or a television series that never actually made it past the pilot. Uh, it's called Look Well, uh, and there's only an untelevised pilot out. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's a detective show uh, starring Adam West, and it's written by Conan O'Brien and Robert Smeagol, who went on Whoa, to what? basically be the head creative writer for the Conan O'Brien show, or uh, the Conan, yeah, whatever, for Conan. And um, it's about Adam West plays a actor who used to play a detective on TV. And now that he's retired, he uh, uses his acting uh, knowledge to solve real crimes. And uh, there's, only, there's only one pilot out on YouTube, but it is, it is comedic gold. It is so funny, and it is so classically Adam West. I, uh, I recommend it. It's only 22 minutes long, but it is, it is hysterical. So go look that up. Awesome. It's called Look Well. Awesome. Thanks, Case. Uh, I Matt. thought it said look well. So I was like, oh, Harrison Wells did have a spinoff. Nice. He's in all over the place. He's time traveling. Uh, my, my, I have two picks. Um, <laughs> hopefully no one said it before, but it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, Sharknado 1 and 2. Nice. <laughs> uh, very ridiculously bad movies that are, you know, supposed to be bad. Uh, the reason why I'm picking them is because I just found out, and apparently this has been news for a while, I've been living under a rock apparently, but Sharknado 3 is happening this July. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Why? Why not? Why not? Exactly. It's why not. Yeah, exactly. It's why not? It's a giant. It's about a tornado full of sharks. Yeah. Uh, 
wreaking havoc like a tornado would. Also, yeah. um, sharks are biting people in the face. I'm still waiting for the sequel, Piranha Tsunami. Piranha Tsunami was a pretty good one, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for Piranha's Triple D. Oh. Because... You guys are no huge fan of like really terrible sci-fi movies. Um, <laughs> whenever they play them in blocks on like Saturday nights or something like that, it is probably the most fun I've ever had on weekends. Awesome, and thanks, Matt. Uh, hey, uh, Andy, do you have anything or? I saw um, speaking. Well, since Amy brought up um, DC animated movies, I would bring up. Um, I was rewatching it the other day. Um, Batman Assault on Arkham. If you're a fan oh, of them, the Batman Arkham. Yeah, um, that does not feature Damian Wayne, thankfully. Um, the, the, it's set in the, in the, if you're a fan of the Batman Arkham games, then you're going to get a kick out of this one. And also, if you're looking forward to Suicide Squad, this is, you know, this mm-hmm. isn't a Batman film. This is essentially a Suicide Squad film, but, you know, they had to use the name because Batman sells better. So they just kind of, kind of stinked a little bit. So I would recommend watching Assault on Arkham. I think it's going to give you a good taste of what the, some of these characters might be like in the cinematic universe of DC. And uh, it has some gr- great um, voice acting and it's um, very well animated. And if uh, to all classic Amanda Waller fans out there, uh, yeah, you, the real Amanda Waller is back in this film. And uh, you're going to, it's a very good film. And uh, violent for a DC animated film, but you know, kids can't ha- can't have all of it. So uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's a terrific f- film, especially when you get geared up for Batman Arkham um, Arkham Knight as well as Suicide Squad, the the movie. So um, good uh, good film, and I, um, um, yeah, and Kevin Conroy's Batman, yo, it's the best. Awesome, awesome. Uh, thank you for that, Andy. Um, You're welcome. I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to stick with the whole <laughs> Batman theme you guys got going on. I'm going to suggest uh, Batman, uh, the 89 Batman, directed by Tim Burton. Um, you've, you've had to, I'm sure, you've, you guys had to have seen. If not, please crawl from oh, your rock and go watch it because it's, it's a classic uh, and it's such a good take on um, it. Was pro- it was the first cinematic take on, on uh, Batman. So, oh, big screen. I should say. But, uh, yeah, that'll be my pick for this week. Um, go check it out. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Uh, that is going to do it for our show today. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, being on uh, our show. This show, the Shield, Arrow, uh, Ultron podcast, you guys are all been troopers. Uh, Amy, Andy, Matt, Casey, Lauren, she's not here with us, but she was with us during the Shield pod, uh, recap podcast. Uh, thank you guys for for doing this. It's just such a crazy busy day, and we all had so much fun doing it. Woo, energy! Yeah, thank, nice. Thank, thank energy. you for having us. <laughs> yeah, and again, and energize. Happy birthday to Matt. Energize. Oh yeah, happy Matt, of it's your birthday. Happy of birthdays. Oh, oh we you. forgot to sing. Let's do it. No, we sang. No, we sang. No, we sang. No, 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 Amy, you should have just another lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, awesome. wait a minute. Is this oh, an is inside this joke? That... Possible lawsuit? <laughs> wait, I don't, right. wait, I don't. What reference am I missing? No, we're not I, ending the show till I, I. A couple episodes ago, I sang um, the Mission Impossible theme, and in case it's like, no, nah, crap, now we're going to have to get permission for that. I didn't even remember that. I was talking about the Nintendo thing from an earlier episode. You know what? It doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. <laughs> Hashtag does not matter. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. One last time. 
Andy, Studios. where can they find you on the internet? All right. Where do you... What, what was the question? Where can they find you? <laughs> oh, they can find me uh, along with uh, the lovely ladies, Amy and And uh, I, I need to stop thinking about Amelia every time I want to call her Amy. Uh, with Amy and Lauren and Scott Murray over the Flash podcast, uh, we... Uh, we you know have one episode left for the season one, and then we're gonna kick it off into season one point five, which uh, uh, you know we, I, I Amy Lord has a lot of exciting plans, which I'm looking forward to see come to fruition during the summer. So, um, and we're also part of the DC TV podcast crew, um, which also contains Quiver Degree and Podcast, Legends of Gotham, Supergirl Radio, and our recently announced. The, the Legends of Tomorrow podcast with uh, Tony Kim, Greg Hatzman, and Kat Kalamia. And um, so, yeah, and also don't forget to check out our big live fundraiser tomorrow, which I'm sure Amy will do a better job explaining than I am because my, I'm, I need a cough drop because my throat is cracking. So I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right, Amy, take it away. <laughs> you guys can find me on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at at AmyMarie97. I also host the weekly geeky podcast, Asley of Geeks, where we talk about, uh, well, you know, geeky things. On the Flash podcast finale episode this coming week, um, I am sure there will probably also be much Legends of Tomorrow ever scene we see tagged on to the end of that episode. And you can join us for our Kit Cancer in the Ass podcast, live podcast tomorrow at dctvpodcasts.com. I will be on with Andy and Lauren from approximately 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to have a great time and raise raise money for, for cancer um, society that is really dear to our hearts at DCTV Podcasts, um, and we we're, we're really hoping to to raise awareness as well as just have a good time and raise some funds and hopefully start a trend which will go go which will you know be very far in the future and we can do some real good. So superheroes in our own rights, at least trying to be. Awesome, thanks, my drop. <laughs> um, Casey, Twitter via blast. Uh, Instagram, Facey Cranko, Snapchat, L Shades of Franco. I'm out. I'm Are out. you like trying to find like I'm a done. whole can of Rockstar in your <laughs> pile of Rockstar? <laughs> no, no. Stop, stop with that, man. <laughs> silly, silly man. No, absolutely not. All okay. right, I'll take it next week. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at I'm Salzy. I am S A L Z Y. Hey, yo. And uh, you can find me at Pacing Pete on tw- Twitter. You can find us. On Scene and Nerd at Twitter, you can find, um, you can email us, uh, scene, letter N, nerd at gmail.com. Any comments, concerns, follow us on iTunes, comment, subscribe, like us. Uh, we will be expanding to more podcast platforms, just a heads up. That'll be Shout happening out. soon. Um, for giving us our first iTunes review. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Alicia, for that. We if really appreciate favorite. it. <laughs> Are you guys going to give us a Thank you. I'm sorry. Alicia. Like, yeah, it's it. What a, <laughs> DVR? <laughs> She's gonna give us so much crap for butchering her name. I'm Pretty sorry. Um, all right, L. So, we'll call her L. <laughs> so DVR. that's gonna do it for our show today. <laughs> again, thank everyone. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, again, thank you to Rebecca Johnson for joining us during Supergirl Talk. That was awesome. Uh, and that is gonna do it. Till next time, you have a DVR. Use them. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> This is the best birthday ever, Facebook! <laughs> Energy! Energy! And scene.
Oh, the catchphrase. I need right. a. I need a sign out. You all have uh, sign yeah, outs. Multiverse out. I should just do what? like. I know. I need. I need a. Get with the program already, Amy. <laughs> I'll, uh, I need like a because well, you've got the bye 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 I sh and then oh. like the like I I don't know I need a bye 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 bye. Octavia, don't sit on my hand. Or you can say Andy Klexa is not the name of, of a character; it's name of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> I you could I I had another catchphrase that I didn't end up using that you're more than welcome <laughs> to take if you want. It was uh, it was who touched my butt just now. <laughs> Hey guys. Uh, oh, hey, Lauren. Hey. It's totally the first thing I heard you say. Pete, do you need me to bring in Rebecca? I, 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 I'm mad at her right now. So. Oh, my gosh. Why, why oh, are you mad at, that was, why are you uh, mad at Rebecca? No, I'm bringing her on right now. Like I, I, uh, you said you were mad at her. No, I didn't say that. I need a bye-bye-bye-bye-bye catchphrase. I totally, uh, totally didn't say that. How's it going? How's your all day recording going? Oh, it's crazy. It's going a little it's going crazy. Yeah. It's we're crazy. we're slowly it's, losing our sanity. 